What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hi, this is Boring Dean. When I'm sitting around doing push-ups and watching the paint dry, I think about things that are more boring than I am, like the Eric Zane Show podcast. And now here he is, the man, the myth, the legend, your host, Eric Zane. He says host, just like uh, half black meal. Host is your host. A little under the weather today. I don't feel that great. Got a damn headache. My arm hurts. It's be. I'm pretty sure it's because I got my booster yesterday. Line up and get your booster. Right in the arm. Give me that poison. As you patriots insist. Like I'm too stupid. Oh, no. no I'm an idiot. Put the poison in me. It's no problem. Uh, uh. Anyway, thank you. Thank you to the medical professionals in the world for making that delicious, delicious booster shot, which, you know, now they don't need the Pfizer. Uh, they don't need the uh, frozen stuff now. They don't need the super cold freezers anymore, and it can stay out for like 12 hours. I mean, you didn't know that. It was a big story. So, uh, yeah, 50 and older. Like my daughter, daughters, anyone under 50, you try to do that, they're going to say no. It's only the old fucks. Those are the only people that can get this thing. So I'm like, yeah, all right, fair enough. In my world, I would be happy if I got one every day. I would take it every single day if they said to. Yes, because I am a healthy, happy little sheep. That is me. Welcome. Hello to you all. This show happens in the back, excuse me, the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. You're going to get a lot of that today. My head. Oh, I am just full of side effects. Um, my side effects include just this headache beyond, behind my right eye. Ah. And just this uh, kind of like funk around me. You know, I just don't feel sharp. So expect, you know, I'm probably going to play the video with no video at this at some point, And you guys all, look forward to that. You're going to get a big laugh. Uh, and who knows what? Maybe a temper tantrum. I thought that if I had my coffee, it would, uh, the headache would fade. But no, um, this is a uh, Pfizer headache. I'm pretty sure. Uh, the NFK, of course, he doesn't have any symptoms whatsoever. Kevy, you feeling anything? No, fucking no, man. Shit. Which, by the way, um, Diana told me about this late when the Easter dinner was being described to the NFK. So what's for dinner? Uh, and Diana explained to him what, and then when she said, homemade scalp potatoes. He goes, oh, 
I fucking love that shit. No, I love that fucking shit. I love it when he says that. I love that fucking shit. Classic. Um, so everybody was on their uh, best behavior yesterday. There wasn't any uh, bit of oddness. Uh, the NFK and I, uh, partners in crime, we headed out, got our little shot, and uh, we're good to go. As you know, this is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Okay, so booster shot. This is the order that it happened. And then the plan was to go to the restaurant that Madison works at. And uh, it would be Eric, Diana, Jackie, Justin. Uh, Jim's working. And visit Jack uh, Madison at the restaurant because it's Jackie's birthday. Okay, she's gonna. She wants to. She wants to go out to eat. So we're gonna go to where Madison works. Now I found out that you know in this industry, I'm I'm hearing more and more nightmare stories about interactions with customers from Madison. You know they give you a set number of tables uh, so that you don't get uh, you know r- run ragged. This place actually has a uh, fair amount of employees. And uh, so they want to make sure that the servers can give the required attention to the people that are dining there. And already, I am getting all sorts of uh, outrageous stories of terrible behavior. People who write down, who actually give like a, a one cent tip or a 10 cent tip to make sure that the server is, uh, is aware that they didn't forget. And, uh, when she's described those to me, I'm like, well, well, how is your service? You know, this, this is dependent on your service. Now, frankly, uh, some people are a little bit, you know, that's, it can be a crapshoot because some people are like, well, all right, I'm going to start with a certain percentage. And if they really screw it up, then I'd consider knocking it down a bit. But you know, that this is serious shit. I wouldn't, um, I, I, I can't recall ever, ever, um, first of all, encountering anyone who was rude, a server. So I have never had this happen where I've been uh, needing to like let them know that the service was terrible by giving them a shitty tip. But she sees this all the time. So she's describing to me um, this couple, they look to be in their 30s. And uh, she says they sit down. She right away, as they're still taking off their coat, she's like, hello, how are you? Well, uh, I'm uh, Madison. I'll be uh, taking care of you this evening. What would you like to drink? Uh, they each asked for uh, booze and water. She goes, okay. It was like the only table she had. So it was like, boom, right away. Put the drink order in. While she's getting the water, the bartender's making the drinks. You know, she's just got four glasses there. Brings some more. She goes, here you go. Okay. Now, uh, would you like anything to get started? Yes, actually. We want this. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. If you uh, you have your choice, you can either put your order in now or when I uh, get back. They go, well, we'll, we'll put it in uh, uh, right now. Okay. So they put their order in. And she goes, I'll make sure you get the, uh, 
uh, appetizer out uh, pretty quick here. And then, uh, yeah, be nice space between your appetizer and your, and your meal. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Madison. She brings the appetizer. She's thinking, okay, it's a little slow today, but I, I can do an extra good job with these people. Uh, you know, as they're finishing the appetizer, the plated food arrives. And she goes, here you go. Okay. And then a handful of minutes, two, three, four minutes, uh, you know, you, you check to make sure that they're satisfied as they are early into their meal. She goes, everything okay. Yes, Madison, everything is, is perfect exactly as we asked. Okay, well, don't hesitate. If you need anything, I'll be around. Okay, enjoy your meal. Bye-bye. Okay, and then another check-in for waters. You know, fill up the waters. Uh, can I get you another drink? Uh, how about um, how about some dessert? Is there anything else? Okay, yeah, perfect. And then that ends. And then it's time to, can we get the bill? Yeah, sure, no problem. Gives, gives, gives them the bill. And uh, then she goes back to the table after they've uh, left. And it says $1. And it says Ligma. And I go, oh, what does that mean? And I guess it means Ligma balls. If someone says Ligma, they're telling you to lick their balls. So all she got was $1. And uh, one of those two, uh, I'm assuming the dude, wrote Ligma on there to mean ligma balls. Here you go. Here's a dollar. You suck ligma balls. You know, this is uh that is fucking horrible. I would say that server job with those incidents happening. I mean, that, 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 that kind of moves that career path or whatever it is you're doing for a living, uh, uh, up the chain of, uh, shitty jobs in America. Okay. I think it's, uh, just above like cop, if someone's going to tell you to lick their balls, lick my balls, it's going to go uh, uh, cop. It's going to go server cop. Maybe not. Maybe I'm overstating it. Maybe I'm just being sensitive because it's my daughter. I was like, are you fucking serious? And, you know, back in the day, you follow them out and you, you know, uh, uh, key their cars or taken off or something like that. But, you know, you can't do shit. You just go, you can't even say was my server... Was I, was I not good? You, you can't dispute it in any way, shape or form. You will be fired if you do that. So what a, what a sick bunch of fucking assholes. Cole suggests if she sees them again, she should accidentally spill a pitcher of water on them. Well, you know, yeah, that, or I see, I would not do well in that career path because if i uh i would see them again and then i would jizz in their on their food okay or spit on it or or uh, take a full dump right on it and mix it in there uh fuck i don't yeah i would absolutely i actually have done that i actually have done that um it was at puzzles restaurant when i was a kid and uh, I was the bus boy. My job is to serve this uh, uh, bean type of relish that they eat. It's complimentary to everyone who sits. That was a nice restaurant. And uh, I spit the biggest ball of, it wasn't just spit. It was booger. It was actual 
salty yellow booger uh, and spit. It was one of those ones where you go, you know, you really get some, uh, I think there was some brain matter in it too. And you it's so, it's so, it's such a violent clearing of whatever's in my face. It actually made me dry heave. And I'm like, right on the food and then mix it all in you fucking asshole some guy was being such a dick to me and talking shit this is in the 1980s here you go eat up asshole there you go you're like oh god eric come on kate says "Mm, breakfast anyone uh nick says i've seen the movie waiting i have not i guess there's a scene I'm nothing but nice, even if the food sucks. Yes. Do not fuck with servers. And you might think, well, I could get them in trouble. Yeah, I know, but you're still eating their jizz. Amanda says, do not show up at a restaurant 10 minutes before close. Good call. Good call. Kenny says that is totally uncalled for what the patron did from what you told us. Unless did she cry and whine and scream at them or something? Kidding, of course. No, of course not. No, it went it went down just the way I said. I always start at 20%. No matter what, it's 20%. Okay? And then if there's something really rough, I might drop it down a bit, like a percent. Or something like that. I always start at 20. Amanda says, you gotta watch the film Waiting. There's a lot of things I gotta watch. Oh my God. The number of things on my watch list, I think Better Call Saul just started. So that is a priority. Um, I'm like 10 minutes into the latest season of Ozark. That's a priority. And about a billion things that have come out that I've needed to watch. In fact, I think I just like talking about things to watch more than actually watching them. Like I just started watching an old movie in the Harry Potter series. This is the only thing I've started new other than the first 10 minutes of Ozark. I started watching a film called of fantastic beasts and where to find them. What a dork thing to do. Okay. And I'm like, why am I watching this? What the fuck is wrong with me? And then I I just kept watching and watching. And then I see a face on there and I go, why do I know that face? And then yesterday I saw a news story and I was like, wait a minute, that face that I'm seeing in this film, fantastic beasts and where to find them is the face I see in this mug shot. Oh, that's the guy who plays uh, the flash. Ezra Miller is his name. (laughs) Do you hear what this fucking idiot did? This guy is fucking nuts. You know, the character he plays as uh, when he plays uh, the flash in the DC movies, uh, Dawn of justice or whatever you see him there. And that's right. Super fast guy. He's all like whimsical and dopey. He's a fucking violent drunk. This guy is insane. I'm getting ahead of myself. That's later on. I might not even get to that today. I already feel like this is going to be 
Uh, I've got a list of things that I want to talk about. A list of things that I want to talk about, but I'm probably going to like not talk about them all. One of those things. I always list tons of shit on here, and then I get to like a third of it. So it was great. Um, had the nice meal. That was it. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. 25 years ago. Jacqueline. Okay. Before that, I had an opportunity to go to the YMCA. And I saw someone that I haven't seen before, seen in quite some time. And um, I'm going to keep his name out of it uh, because this isn't great. And um, now I knew, okay, this person had an influence on me yesterday and has always had an influence on me in a real negative way. Um, despite that, this person is super nice and, um, I had forgotten the bad thing that this person is known for as I was approaching this person. And this person is, um, special. Okay. Um, and older, older, I would say, uh, this person is in his forties. Um, a lot of people don't talk to this person because he talks to himself and not just like muttering. I think I do that. I mean, like, it's unbelievable. You'll be talking to him and say, Hey man, how's it going? He's like, Hey Eric, how you doing? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so I said to the guy, he like, will turn away. Like, you know how Joe Biden was shaking hands with that ghost. It's like that. And so it's extremely off-putting. Like if you walk into the locker room, he'll be opening up his locker. And, you know, it's not out of the question to see him turn to the combination going, yeah, like he's, he's teaching someone that's not next to him, but he thinks is next to him how to open a locker. This actually happened. Yeah, first you start on 21 and you go, you go past zero to the, to the uh, 37 and then you go back to 21 again. Yank got it. Good to go. Good? All right. Thanks. I mean, it's like that. It's always instructional, too. Instructional or like um, it's a deep conversation. I don't know if it's a hallucination or voices in his head, but it, it's there. It's a, it's a prominent thing. And so, you know, um, people kind of, that can be a little funky for some people, but uh, I, I was talking with a pal of mine who also goes there. And I, I said to, um, this is years ago. I said, Hey, what's up with so-and-so? They go, yeah, he, he has that. That's, that's part of his makeup. People ignore him and, and treat him poorly because he talks to himself. Go talk to him. I go, okay. So this is, like I said, years ago, I walk up to him and he's like, yeah. So anyway, I ordered, I had, I ordered a dozen with sprinkles and she gives me 13. I was like, what is that? And she says, it's a baker's dozen. Oh my God. And then I walk up to him and I go, hey, how you doing? I'm Eric. He goes, oh, hey. And he introduces himself and it's like a normal conversation. It's the weirdest thing. It's actually quite entertaining. So when I see him for the first time in years because of two years off, I hadn't seen him since before the pandemic. I go, oh my God. And I go walking up to him. I go, look at the cat dragged in. What's up, buddy? And he goes, hey, Eric. I go, man, how are you? 
And as I'm getting close to him, I noticed that he looked a little oily. You know, it reminded me of the NFK, uh, you know, some time ago. Just the appearance of like, I don't know, something was off. And then I got to, I am not kidding you on a stack of King James Bibles. I'm looking behind me because I want to see the distance between me and the door. Further back than me to that door. I'm guessing 15 feet. I get blasted with a profoundly thick uh, stench of body odor. I mean, and I'm getting it all. I'm getting, I'm getting the pits, the ass, and the balls uh, blending in the air between the source, ground zero, to me, to become a... Uh, super weapon of mass destruction. And it's like, and I go, Oh, Hey, yeah. And he's probably thinking, Oh man, Eric's fired up to see me. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm thinking, Holy shit. Now, then I remembered there's always a significant body odor malfeasance that is occurring with the interactions with this sweet soul. And I'm like, so I stop. I actually stop and start to like trudge. I'm like sliding backwards to get out of the cone of stench. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Hey, well, hey, how's your folks? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, tell him I said, tell him I said, hi. It's making me sick just thinking about it. I'm like, wow, this is. And then I actually like uh, went like around, around. And then um, I went into the locker room now where several twists and turns and I instantly have a headache. And it's, uh, you know, on a microscopic level now, these, these particles of, dried ball meat, feces, and uh, sweat are on the hairs in my nose. They're actually on a very small microscopic level now clinging on and like, okay, well, we're going to stay here forever because we have superpowers. And I'm like, and I can, I can smell it when I'm way. Now I have only gotten a, a touch, a touch of this constant concentrated uh, stink. And it's, it's in me now. It's like, wow, this is impressive. There could be a documentary on this, the bacteria. And I'm like, wow, this is just incredible. So I, uh, I changed into my workout clothes and I smelled it the whole time. <clears throat> it's in there. It's in me. It's on my tongue. It's in my eyes. It's everywhere. Probably went up my dick and, um, I wouldn't be surprised if my jizz stinks. Um, I'll have to, or tastes funny. I'll have to ask Diana uh, about that. Oh my God. This was intense. And then I, I walk out of there and he's gone. I'm like, oh, how, how? I mean, 
and like I said, dude lives with his mom and dad. It is up to them as the caretaker of him. You cannot let him out of the house with that many issues. And how can you survive? They're probably dead. I mean, whoa. Huh. Kenny says, it's in your paws. Uh. Cole says, sounds like nurse Eric needs to take control in the YMC in the YMCA shower. Amanda says, you know what I don't understand is that people who are like that and end up finding significant others. Yet I'm single. Um, well, you probably have very, very high standards. You know, perhaps that's it. Perhaps you need to lower the bar. (laughs) Wycon Rob says this is the grossest show ever. Eric has officially volunteered the shower to shower all the men in the afternoon. Amanda says, I'm not going that low. Yeah, I know. But see, the problem is you're, you're doing it the wrong way. You're doing it via an app. You need to start with your network and you need to get into social situations. I suggest finding a church, get involved and you will find someone nice. I swear by that. I mean, I, I've never, well, I've never had to uh, go down that road. God, God help me if I do. But I, I don't think I would uh, uh, in, engage in any type of electronics. Uh, the the norm, I would do it the old-fashioned way. And then once you apply yourself to like a church, and then you, you get on the... You know, the, the committee to, uh, uh, you know, raise food for the homeless. And there's going to be some guy there who you're like, hey, you know what? That guy does not have body odor. Yeah, he might have this going on. And uh, it looks like he got stabbed in the eye. But, you know, um, there you go. And if you're really lucky, you'll find a dude whose wife, like, died. And that is, that is the best. I mean, you don't want to go with the divorce guy. I mean, fuck that. That's fucking baggage. That's a nightmare. You got to find a guy whose wife is dead. Nick says, Amanda, they smell like shit and can shower. You can't scrub a shitty personality. Oh. Oh, now, come on. That is horrible. I cannot support that horrible joke. I'm not understanding why Kenny is saying, fuck you, Eric. All I was doing was talking about go to a church and find somebody who's nice. Why why did you say, fuck you, Eric? I don't even think I've thought of you today. What did I do wrong? Explain this to me.
Churchmen are no different than any other men, good ones and bad ones. Yeah, I'm not talking about the quality of the men. I'm talking about the uh, mechanism of finding them. It's a little bit more human interaction involved. You have a tendency to to skip a a couple of steps when you're flipping through some type of a dating app. That's, That's just what I think. I mean, I have no experience, you know. <clears throat> I think it was the divorced men comment. Oh, that's what did it. Oh, yeah. You don't want to date a guy who's divorced. Fucking, ho- yeah, I stand by that. I get it now. Now I understand why you're saying fuck you, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That And that's true. You know, Kenny, you need to lie. You need to lie and say, yeah, uh, you you would be better off, Kenny, if you said I murdered my wife. If you said, I murdered my wife, you would have a better chance of uh, falling in love with a, with a significant other than if you said, um, I'm divorced. Okay? Ah, oh, fucking terrible. All right. Dear Meathead, happens in 29 minutes if you have a question for Dad, Eric. At ericzaneshow.com, send your questions along. Subject line, meathead. This show happens each and every day on Twitch. It's a video live stream, which you can dim the screen if you want and listen to it in place of whatever else you were listening to before. That's what a lot of people are doing these days. Well, more people. I can't say a lot on anything, for God's sake. But anyway, it starts at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. If you want to be on the show on Twitch and enjoy it as it happens live, which usually results every day in some degree of uh, technical issue that is embarrassing but funny for everyone else, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. You can go there on your desktop or your laptop or download the Twitch app. And click follow while you're there. And if you have Amazon Prime, your life's going to be much better if you actually subscribe. There's a difference between follow and subscribe. And if you subscribe by hitting the red button and link up your Amazon Prime account with it, you're not going to get any commercial interruption during the show. I think another side effect is just a feeling of malaise or tiredness. Um, also a good side effect of the booster, it makes it so you physically cannot say the word Patriot unless you're using it in a snarky way. Like I just did. It's a new additive that if you put it in your body, you will be, you won't say freedom Patriot, um, medical freedom. These are all things you won't be able to say, then that's good. We need more of that in the world. Twitch and Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Thank you very much. I'm on Twitter at Eric Zane Show. Follow me there. Blue Frost IT brings that to you. And I'm on YouTube as well. Eric Zane Show. Not all one word. On YouTube, follow the page, bell notification. 
I should say subscribe to the page. Bell notification brought to you by Frank the Tank Foss. That is uh, my policy shop insurance. 616-914-4070. All right. I've got uh, more coughs in the news. You know, here in uh, Grand Rapids, we are the um, uh, epicenter right now for uh, protests. And it's just getting started. I feel it's going to get worse. It could. I mean, it all depends. It seems like uh, uh, there, there, there is really no update other than that um, the family of uh, Patrick Lyoya uh, hired an independent uh, uh, person to autopsy him. And they said what was obvious. He was shot in the back of the head uh, with the gun up to his head. As I've said before, um, first of all, I don't know anything. I am not an expert, but my thought is that the investigation will reveal so many missteps in procedure by the cop that it will result in uh, serious charges against the cop. Could be manslaughter, could be a uh, degree of murder. I don't know if there isn't, I'm guessing there will be hell to pay. That's just what my gut tells me. Or not. I don't know. Um, I still don't think it was... the Well, my definition of execution is different than what other people's definition of execution is. So, um, and, and horrible to watch. My God. Um, does this mean... Um, you know, you see a lot of people saying we just need to cut the police out. It's like, oh, I don't believe that at all. I mean, come on now. Um, where was I? Uh, Crump is in town. Al Sharpton is going to be in town Friday doing the uh, eulogy for the guys. So that's going to probably work people up a little bit more. That's uh, terrible. I also saw this and no one's talking about it. And we will be hearing about this more and more and more. Um, I think I saw an image that showed that this guy had been arrested like eight to 10 times or something like that. Since he arrived here in the U S he's done nothing more than drive around with, uh, without, uh, the correct plate on his car and, and, uh, commit crimes. Does that mean he deserves to die? Well, of course not. Of course not. And uh, everyone is failing to mention that because they're afraid they're going to be called a racist. But it is true. And it will be discussed, especially if this goes to some type of trial about um, this guy's history. That's the way it goes. You can do that. Um, Maybe. It might not be relevant to the trial, though. You never know. But I didn't really even know that. I had just heard. All I had heard was he was driving without the correct plate. And some people are like, well, and... Um, and I think it's a good question. If the cop is driving towards Lyoya and passes him, like they're they're going opposite directions, driving towards each other, the cop can't see the license plate when he's passing Lyoya. 
He can only see that it's a black guy or two black guys driving a car. And I think it's a pertinent question. Why would that cop turn around and follow that car? It's only then that he can realize that the plate, because the plate's only on the back in Michigan, that the plate would match the vehicle. See what I'm saying? So what would cause you to turn around in the first place? And I think the answer is because he's black and you're going to, they're going to, he's going to be asked that question. Why, why did you turn? What happened there? Got an, oh, I had a hunch. Now it ain't going to cut it. So this whole thing is fucked. Okay. Um, very, very mixed up. I bring that all up because in Syracuse, New York, An eight-year-old stole a bag of chips. And the cops caught up with the kid, grabbed him off his bicycle as he was riding away with the Cool Ranch Doritos. And they said, that's it. You're coming with us. They grab the kid. He loses his mind. You can see him right there. He's already freaking out. And uh, they did not handcuff him. He's resisting. They put him in the car and drove him home to his mother and father's house and said, hey, we're dropping him off. Your son stole a bag of chips. See you later. Now, that's it. That's what happened. And I don't. What's the problem here? This guy shooting the video is pissed off and he is screaming at the cops check this out what is y'all doing what are y'all doing what is y'all doing guess. Take a guess what I'm doing. Hey, he's like a baby to me why you why you that's what i'm doing i don't know what you're doing i just see this hey there's the chips right there that was a big bag of chips now i could actually see this i could actually see uh, do i think i might do that those are great so what's so what's going on then He's stealing stuff. If he breaks into your house, he steals something. Nah, he man. What are you saying? A bag of chips? So y'all treat me like a old, cold-blooded fucking killer? Keep, keep, keep walking, dude. You don't even know what you're talking about. Keep walking. I, do. I, I know what I just came up and see. I know what the fuck I just came up and see. Okay, what did you see? I see y'all snatching him off the bike like you're a fucking grown-ass man. What's your Ain't he saying it? What's your hand? What the fuck is y'all doing? That's crazy. How old is it? Ten years What the fuck is y'all talking about, that's man? Against, that's against the law. What the fuck is y'all doing? What is y'all doing? Take the fucking chips. If he stole some chips, I'll pay for him. I'll pay for him. You don't even know where he lives. Is this Busta Rhymes? Y'all just throwing him in the fucking car. That's what they do. They come here. What the fuck is y'all doing? Leave him alone. That's all we can do. He a kid. What is y'all doing? Okay. Highly charged moment. There's a news story that goes along with this. Let's see what's up. Tonight from outside the Syracuse Police Headquarters with more on what she found tonight. Alora. Matt, the video has many people questioning what happened and why. <clears throat> I spoke with a man who recorded the video as well as a policing expert on how the entire situation was handled. When Kenneth Jackson saw police leading an eight-year-old boy to... This is Busta Rhymes. 
a patrol car on and his volume is low for some reason so you you might struggle to hear it so i apologize on syracuse's north side he says he felt compelled to start recording i felt his terror and decided to intervene in the video jackson accuses police of doing this all over a bag of chips jackson said he felt police didn't handle the situation properly there's a way that the police need to interact with kids and what they did today was completely unacceptable. But John Jay policing expert Dr. Keith Taylor says after seeing the video himself, police did what they are supposed to. Detaining the eight-year-old, putting him in the car, and driving him back home to his family. You don't see any inappropriate uh, use of force by the officers. They're simply doing their job. The video shows Jackson yelling at officers to let the boy go and officers raising their voices at Jackson. Can you imagine if this was 1975? All the people, all the dads and moms in the neighborhood would be go saying to the cop, yeah, get him!" And they'd be trying to throw punches at the fucking kid. Nowadays, it's like, no, 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 no. If a 10-year-old or 8-year-old steals something, you let them have it. What are you, crazy? If they go and steal a diamond ring from a jewelry store or a bag of chips, they are allowed to keep that. In fact, you have to give them another one if you catch them. Saying he doesn't know what's happening. When I asked Jackson if he wished he handled the interaction he had with police differently, he said in some ways, yes. Maybe I could have toned down my dialect, maybe. Yes, uh, the profanity, things of that nature I could have done. Um, but as far as handling it differently, I wouldn't handle it no differently. No, that, that's a lot differently. That's, that makes all the difference. You're sitting there helping that kid get all wound up by screaming at a fevered pitch. This kid thinks he's going to get shot in the head because you're sitting there acting like an asshole. Dr. Taylor says that while many times a community member wants to protect any young person being detained, he says in this case, police were doing their job. Officers will wait for the supervisors to respond if the supervisor delayed. If this, if there were anything other than the supervisor saying, hey, great job out there. You took that kid home to his mom and dad and let them deal with it. That's excellent. If they say anything other than that, why do people even want to be cops? I, I, I asked Jason Schaefer that recently. I said, why? Who the fuck wants this fucking job? And oh, by the way, someone might shoot you in the fucking head. Everything is stressful. Even a little fuck steals a bag of cool ranch and it's the end of the fucking world they're sitting and waiting there meanwhile the community's getting uh, you know more and more people and they're getting more outraged and they're fueling their their uh own concerns dr taylor says now the focus of the story has changed you know the focus seems to see on seems to be on a bag of chips and not on the concerns of the store owners the potential pattern and the the child himself. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, give him the chips. Who cares? Yeah. And then it's, you know, it's going to escalate, you know, it's uh, not necessarily, but a slippery slope, but let's, let's be honest here. If you start stealing at age eight, you're probably going to want to do that again. I mean, I know I would, who hasn't done that? I used to fucking shoplift all the time. It started with a piece of gum, and then I'm stealing REM's green in the long case at the giant grocery store in Clare, Michigan. 
Dr. Taylor said that the police's responsibility is to get the child back to their guardian, which they did. Yeah. Reporting in Syracuse, I'm Laura Lagarde. Interesting explanation, hearing a lot more, learning a lot more about that video that so many people saw today, Laura. Thank you. Imagine if this guy said, yeah, shut his black ass up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not buying that there was, uh, there was something wrong done there, you know? Maine Chris says, the kid's fault. Steal some vegan kale chips and you're commended by the cops. Don't disrespect Cool Ranch. Kenny says, don't treat children like they're grown-ass people. Wait a minute. Are you suggesting that you can't take a kid home to his mom and dad? What are you talking about? Like If he was treated like a, grow, like a grown-up, he would have been shot. <laughs> if he was treated like a, a grown-up, he would have been arrested. Come on. Uh, Kenny says, obviously, the point the guy was trying to make was how they were treating a child. Snatching him up like, well, you heard the man. Yeah, I heard the man. I didn't see anything. Nor did you. All I saw was them escorting him to the car. And by the way, you also saw them put the children in the car and loudmouth saying, you threw him into the car. No, they didn't. They did not throw him into the car. So if I'm seeing him get into the car and Ding Dong is saying they threw him into the car, are you telling me that we can take him, uh, him at his word when he says that they snatched him off his bicycle? Come on. Kenny's kind of a bleeding heart. All you can do is take what you saw and heard. And you had uh, guys saying he was thrown in the car when he wasn't. He was take, He was placed in the car. And these cops are doing their job with this mob gathering around them. Thank God they had a lot of cops there. If it was just that one cop from Grand Rapids, he would have been like pulled out his gun and been like fucking Clint Eastwood <laughs> shooting them all. They'd be like, oh, fucking shit out now. You know? Nick says, just so you know, Kenny. You're part of the problem. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. This is bleeding heart on this story, 100%. Yes, yes. You are, you are the leader of Black Lives Matter today. Kenny is the president of BLM. He has, he has taken over the role. He is now in charge of that. They're just lucky it wasn't Grand Rapids cop there. All right. But all over Cool Ranch, and I'm okay with that. Chris says Grand Rapids is going to burn thanks to BLM leader Kenny in Nashville. And I, I think that's true. I think that is true. Marcy, uh, says 
he was probably crying. This is a good point because the kid wanted to go to jail rather than rather than have his parents find out. Um, a little bit more about this story. Um, some more facts. The mayor of Syracuse said he was concerned Monday when he saw the video of the police placing, the word is placing, a young boy in the back of a police cruiser after he was accused of stealing a bag of chips. Oh, hey, oh my God, that's terrible. (laughs) In a video recorded Sunday, Syracuse cop holding the eight-year-old boy and walking him to the police car. Talks about the video, talks about the loudmouth yelling. Uh, Video goes viral. The mayor said, from what he saw, the boy was not placed in handcuffs. The officer knew the child. The officer knew the child from prior interactions and explained to him that he was being taken home, the mayor said. The officers returned the child to his family and discussed the incident with dad. And they left. And that's it. The mayor has asked the chief of police to review the body-worn camera footage of the incident. If I was that chief, I would have a, a big press conference and invite every civil rights activist in the world and act like, you know, I'm on their side. And then I would say, now this is excellent police work. This is all good police work. And I would just like totally stick my finger right in their fucking eye. The boy's father, Anthony Weah, acknowledged what his son did was wrong. But he also takes issue, along with Kenny in Nashville, with the way the officers handled the incident. What the fuck did you want him to do? Give him a lollipop? Weah, who is from Ethiopia, has two other sons. By Tuesday afternoon, thousands of uh, people on social media were weighing in. That included Buffalo Bills Hall of Famer Thurman Thomas. Uh, On Twitter, there were widespread condemnation of police. People saw the police response as a massive overreaction to a minor offense, an example of escalating conflict. I don't see it that way. The fact that the three cops were white and the child was black led commenters to connect it to a history of racial injustice in urban policing in Syracuse and nationwide. The article then goes on to say it also incensed Kenny in Nashville, who is wrong. What occurred demonstrates the continuing need for the city to provide support to our children. And they did. They supported him. They held him up while he was trying to throw himself on the ground and have a temper tantrum and families and to invest in alternative response options to assist our officers. Man, no shit. That kid is so lucky. It's not 1975, man. Everyone would have kicked his ass. Everybody is so fucking soft now. My God. What an absolute shit show. Why does anybody want to be a cop? Kyle says, so when you have a black suspect, make sure it's a black cop. 
boom, just solved racism. John Gismongo says, wow, Eric and I, wow, Eric and I agree on something. I must be wrong. Adam says that kid has been mistreated by his parents. Well, he's for sure. Now, I don't know about that. I mean, my kids have stole stuff before. I stole stuff. All kids are assholes. The kid's been mistreated by his parents or he wouldn't act that way. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, don't forget, uh, my beloved Madison, a year ago, I uh, got a phone call. And uh, the way it went on the other end of this was, for some reason, the Granville PD called my son, Jim. I don't know why he was first on their depth chart and I don't know what information they got or what, you know, the cops have got everything on you. They called Jim and they go, excuse me. Uh, yes. Hello. This is officer. So-and-so Granville PD. Uh, do you have a sister named Madison? Yes. His next comment, the question for the cop from the cop is, does she have an identifying mark of a, so-and-so tattoo on this part of her body. And Jim's like, yes. That was his, his second question after, are you related to? And Jim's thinking, well, he's asking me to identify her body to determine that it's his sister that's dead. And they go, um, so then, you know, Jim's freaking out. Um, yeah, we have, uh, we have her on surveillance video uh, stealing. From I don't know, she was stealing one of those uh, fucking crystals, whatever the fuck she gets. From like a crystal store in the mall. So then, I think I was doing the Patreon, and I got a phone call from Jim. No, I got a phone call from the cop. I'm talking to the cop, and then Jim calls. And then I I put it to voicemail while I'm talking to the cop. And then Jim says, 911, 911. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I hang up on the cop. I go, what? Yeah, Maddie's in trouble with the cops. I thought she was dead. I got oh, fuck. I was just talking to the cops. Okay, thanks. Hang up with him. Call the cop back. Cop's like, yeah, we got her on surveillance video. She's going to need to turn herself in right away. And I was like, I call her up. She picks up. Hello? I go, you're fucked. What? I go, the cops got your ass. You and whoever you're with, you thief. Go to the police station. I'll meet you there. And bring the shit. Turn yourself in. Actually, what they did was Maddie stole it. And then put it back. So I don't think she got it. I I don't remember. It's fuzzy now. She either stole it, put it back, or stole it, and then gave it to someone else or something like that. But she was up Shit's Creek. They didn't. They didn't bust her right there. So they got a whole. They but they identified her somehow. I don't know how the fuck this all went down. It all is fuzzy to me. So Adam the Odd is saying that it's all my fault that Madison did that. It's it's me. I did that. Melissa says, I took a toy from the dentist's office when I was little. My dad marched my ass back inside to return it and apologize, then threatened to take me to the cops. Adam says, so which one of your daughters taught her that if you want something bad enough, just take it? I don't know. Maybe she picked it up from TV or something. I don't know. Maybe she got it from me. I, I, don't, I haven't stolen anything, like I said, since I stole R.E.M.'s green 
from the giant supermarket. All right, Dad coming up in just a bit. Dear Meathead, if you have any uh, last-minute questions for Dad, Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Before we bring Dad in here, the open and live stream of the show is brought to you by Bennett Flooring Installation. And uh, just fantastic with the Easter version of the Great Flooring Giveaway. Those guys are so cool. Flooring will be installed to uh, one of you. Thank you to everyone who um, wrote in. I appreciate that. And I'm um, sorry. I wish we could give flooring to every single one of you. But uh, there will be more. I'm sure of it. Bennett Flooring Installation. If you're in West Michigan and you need flooring installed, 616-318-0167. That's 616-318-0167. Um, this is great because they encourage you to do all the dirty work. Ripping up the old flooring, getting the surface prepared. They just walk in. They do the measured job. They uh, send you an email later in the day saying, this is how it's going to cost to put the flooring down. You go pick it out. All right, 616-318-0167 if you are in West Michigan. The flooring that I want you to buy, it's uh, very important that you go to Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. And not only because it's excellent to support the sponsors, it keeps the lights on for this show, but you really are going to save some money, even if you didn't have the Eric Zane 10% discount. Um, people who have no idea who I am go in there and they save money every single time they buy something. And I've gone over this before. They buy it by the tractor trailer load full from all the major distributors and uh, manufacturers. I should say manufacturers. And then it's delivered there to this gigantic discount outlet warehouse. Not the prettiest flower of a building. Looks like a big beige pole barn with a small red sign. It's right behind the Little Caesars on Chicago Drive on the north side of the street in beautiful Granville, Michigan. Go in there. You'll see Kent drop the E out of you. And he's got an Armenian dude who works there who's like five foot one and the strength of 10 men. His name is Aram. And uh, that's it. There might be one other guy there. I don't know. They don't need much if you got Aram there. I can't believe it. I know two Armenians named Aram or Aram. And, uh, you know, the best brands that sell the fastest, they buy it in bulk, which means they pay less for it, which means you pay less for it. Add to that the Eric Zane Show podcast discount. Say my name. You'll get an additional 10% off. Thank you for going to Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet and buy, buy, buy. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Okay, coming up in 10 days? Yes, 10 days. The Zaniacs, me, you, whoever else, I want you to show up at Bosco's Pub. Let's fill that joint. 2 p.m. Saturday, April 30th at Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Okay, boscospub.com, B-O-S-C-O-S, B-O-S-C-O-S, pub.com. Great menu, awesome burgers, cold beer, great drinks, uh, no Russian vodka, uh, lots of Hudsonvilleites, fun times at Bosco's Pub. Want to see you there April 30th at 2 p.m. 
that is the day where everybody's going to Bosco's, hanging out, having a good time. And then afterwards, we've got racing at Berlin Raceway. I will be there too. So a little bit more on that coming up in just a bit. All right, there you go. That is the open and the live stream of the show. Let's get my dad in here for Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics. That's where you go to buy Amsoil. Hang on a second here. This needs to be fixed. These mic cords get expensive. I don't take care of them well. And then it's going to be shitty. And uh, I got to buy a new one. So, All right. Uh, Dad brought to you by JM Synthetics online at jmsynthetics.com. Distributor of Amsoil. Buy Amsoil products at JM Synthetics. Okay. Bring Dad in here right now. Johnny on the spot. Say hello. Hello. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Okie dokie. Okie dokie. <laughs> That's a new language. Yes, sir. So, yeah, it's going to be great weather Saturday, Dad. You you got to be happy about that. It's going to be in the upper 70s. Well, right now, it's in a lower cold. I know it. I'm trying to look past that. It was 27 degrees here this morning. Yeah, that's just about what it is here, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah. They talked a lot about cold the next couple of days. Yeah, here we are. We're uh, knocking, getting to a point where we're about to be knocking on the door of the month of May, and uh, things are still a little wonky. Yeah. You know, I, this is so, so hard on me. I sat home all day yesterday. Well, I mean. I just can't do nothing. Well, it was uh, reasonably sunny for part of the day, and uh, it wasn't that cold. Can't you go out in the middle of the day and take a walk? I don't know. I I was going, I got a project in a garage. I want to do, wait a minute, what? Oh, um, it's a bad. My walking is not a good thing. I oh, okay. Misbalance, like you know. Yep, that's right. I remember that. Okay. I got to carry a stick on my hand all the time. So should we put you in like a wheelchair and push you around? No way. Okay. That's not. That's not happening. That's not happening. Okay. Well, uh, I can. I can walk on a very slow pace. <laughs> And Joanne, is Joanne like, hurry up, come on, it's taking all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were we were going for a walk. We go all the way down the end of the road and turn around. Right. And all that. Before I hit the end of this road, which is not a whole lot of distance, she turned around and come back. She, she didn't want to walk because right. she's a, like a run like hell out. Oh, she's walker. fast. She's strong. She's walker. Mm-hmm. Hey, he really walks fast. Hey, uh, Jim here has a question. Um, Jim Barry. Okay. Uh, and Jim Barry says, um, Dear Meathead, when you go up to Grayling all these years, um, is there a spot that you love to visit in Grayling? Like, uh, 
you know, maybe maybe you could tell him a story about Bud Hill, Dad. Oh, well, we used to love the Bud Hill because we just, uh, what did we do? I, I forget. My God. Well, uh, we, we used to go up on, on motorcycles. Well, yeah, we did on the bikes, but that hill is not a hill anymore. It's like a road. Well, it's, yeah, it's a sand People dune. destroyed it. Yeah, we did. Everybody who went up and down in their four in their four wheelers yeah. ruined the hill. Which yes. Now I don't know if everybody is aware, but it actually is known in that gravel pit on a map as Bud Hill. It actually, hill. like, if, hill. if you look it up, it will say Bud Hill. And I wonder what Bud was a Budweiser. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. You used to hang Budweiser cans on the tree. Yeah, we still are there, some of them. Right, and so that was the thing. We would drive, we would get over there and go up the hill, and then you would uh, decorate the trees with empty Budweiser cans. Yes, yes. And that's how it became known as Bud Hill. And so now everybody ran with it. You named. The the spot on the map was made named by you. I, I don't know that. I have no clue, Joanne. No, you uh, did. Agrees with you, so. Well, it was uh, Mike Charity Scam Mike who 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 discovered that, and he went, "Oh my God, yeah, what is this?" But, but that was a huge hill. I well, I know, but uh, my point is, you named the damn thing. And something tells me at one time or other, I try to get naked on that hill. That wouldn't surprise me. I think I've seen images. You used to do that when you were younger. You'd go like in the snow oh, and yeah. take off younger. your clothes. I, I was like underwear. Yeah, I saw a picture of you in your underwear. Well, that's still, that's fantastic. Well, and then we went the other side of the hill, which was a regular kind of a even road, you know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Gotcha. I don't know how that hill got there anyway, but uh, we drove so much out there, it just pretty much destroyed. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I, think, I think you were here underwear on Hill one time. Yeah, you see? It's all coming back to her. I know I did that. Um, but when she, when, when she disputes my thinking, no, I don't no, challenge it because no. I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. I'm getting a little different. Oh, okay. Yeah, dipsiness is uh that's that's a thing. You guys are just gonna be together in, in uh, dipsy one and dipsy two. <laughs> oh man. Hey, by the way, how much uh food did you cook uh yesterday? Oh, you mean for Easter? Yeah. A pretty fair amount. You know, a leg of lamb I can feed about seven people or so. And so well, we, we had some leftovers and uh yeah. That's a pretty big chunk. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I, I want to make that for you at your house. That'd be yeah. cool. Oh, wow. I would love that. I want to make the same damn recipe. All right. Yeah, that grill is going to be rotting away before we know it. Yeah, I don't even think we'll need the grill. I'd have to roast it in your oven. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, this person named Adnan um, writes... Meet uh, Eric. Ask your dad because we 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 just finished talking about a story about a kid who stole some chips from a store, and he wants to know if you ever stole anything like a bag of chips from a bodega. I really couldn't tell, honey. It's been no, I, I don't. 
Well, I don't know. I don't know anything about stealing. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I, I did some some things. I but, remember. Uh, you remember when you stole that football? But you weren't a kid. You were yeah, an adult. But, uh, that was. Uh, that was. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. I, I put it back though. Yeah, we were up north, and there was an inflatable football at the party store. Big one, big one. You went in, and you said, "I want to get that thing," and you stole it. And Joanne said, "Go put it back." She made you. She made you put it back. <laughs> that was a huge ball, and I went across the road, and I walked all the way, way down there. Finally, you know, saw something told me to put it back. Yeah, your wife did. Yeah, well, that's what it was. <laughs> How did you I don't not, know why I did that. I don't know how. You must really live a charmed life because uh, from, uh, <laughs> from, from punching people in the face to stealing things, how did you not get arrested? I don't know. Well, the ones that I punched in the face, I must have hit them hard enough that they didn't get up. I guess. I guess. Um, all right, Dad. Travis had asked you about... Um, how to get his neighbors to stop neighbor's dog to stop barking. Okay. He had, he had earlier, like weeks ago, he had asked you about that and you gave them, you gave him some sound advice because he writes this dear meathead and Joanne, thank you for the advice. I talked to my neighbors about the dogs barking instead of uh, slapping the dog or blasting the music. My in-laws are visiting this weekend. Oh, and so anyway, that, that that's the end of that thought. He says, I, I had a, he, he talked to the neighbors and it was a good result. So he, instead of uh, choosing violence or something dumb, he was able to get them to, they, they came to an agreement. So that's a good thing. And he thanks you for that. I don't remember what I did, but that's nice. That's, that's nice that uh, he's showing appreciation. And I really don't remember what I said, but I do know one thing. If a dog is barking, get some food and make friends with him right away. Oh, I don't know uh, if it's a good idea to give yeah. them food. I mean, what if the dog's allergic to something? You kill the dog. That's their problem. Oh, geez. I mean, no, a piece of bread or something, you know. Okay, all right. Uh, all right. He also adds, my in-laws are visiting this weekend. Do you have any fond memories of your in-laws? I don't know. Yeah, used to buy her lunch all the time. Well, you, uh, with you know. Grandma Grace, um, that was uh, your in-law. Yeah. That was Joanne's mother. She was, she, oh, she's a sweet lady. Oh, yeah. She was, uh, talk about fond memories. One of the sweetest people ever. Yes, yes. Do you remember that time when she was in the rocking chair and um, <laughs> her husband, which is Joanne's stepfather, who had Lou Gehrig's disease. Yes. He had a, a air tube going in. He had a tracheotomy. And every yes. time she would rock, she she'd cut off his air. Do you remember that one? Yeah, how did that happen? I don't remember what we did. Yeah, she. I remember something like that. Was she sitting next to him? This is Joanne's mom sitting next to him, knitting or something, and he's turning blue. Going. Yeah. Well, I can't remember what the heck I did, but I did that. I don't think you did it. Oh, no, somebody did. That. Yeah, Grandma Grandma Grace did. Uh, yeah, she did it. That's right. Yeah, she's like, hey, Smith, what did Smith, what the hell is wrong with you? She's like, oh, hey, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor guy's oh, on a. You got a memory of an axe. Oh, you yeah. Know that? Poor guy's on a breathing machine. And, uh, yes, and, and she's, yes. she, the rocking chair was uh, every time she'd go back in the chair, it cut off his air. 
Ben, you got a good mind, good memory. Holy cow, that's what, 100 years ago. Oh, my God. Uh, wow, crazy. That's, uh, oh. Yeah, how about it? Now, I remember also uh, when you, prior to meeting Joanne, you were married to my mom. And that would have meant your in-law was my grandma, Irene, who I don't <laughs> think she liked you that much. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. remember that. I, well, I look, Hey, I'll tell you what, I was seven years old or eight years old. And after you flew the coop, man, she wanted to kick your ass. <laughs> oh, God. You got one oh yeah. I remember, know? I remember her ranting around the house. Oh my God. Well, and she used to take it out on me because, um, I'm your kid. So she wouldn't take it out on Mike and Paul because uh, you're well, technically not biologically their kid. So yeah, we just kids. We'd all, we'd all go over to Grandma's house, and she'd like you know she'd give Mike and Paul a a can of Pepsi, and she'd say, "You get water," you know. <laughs> Holy cow! You got all of those things in oh, your yeah. mind. Like, what you the, remember? Like, what the hell did I do? Are you kidding me? I don't think she liked Armenians. I don't know. Well, I didn't hurt him. I just no, no. good things for him. All right. Jason writes this. Dear Meathead, I love you. It is the highlight of my week. I cannot. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. He says, I cannot wait every week um, to fast forward through all of Eric's nonsense and get to the part with you. <laughs> He says, okay. <laughs> he says, I believe you could be the next Dr. Phil. If you, oh my God. if you oh only Lord. had a better oh <laughs> Anyway, he says, my dilemma. I recently found out that my friend stands up to wipe his behind after pooping. I've been trying to get him into the habit of staying seated when he wipes. Uh, I'm thinking about making a seat belt for the toilet. Do you have any suggestions? Well, first of all, I guess I should ask you, uh, is it, should a person stand to wipe or should they sit to wipe? I don't see how you can do it standing up. Exactly. And Joanne says, how does he know he stands up? Yeah, that's a weird thing. I think maybe they got drunk and had a conversation about it. I think it's ridiculous that you stand up and wipe yourself because you probably smear it all over your body. Oh yeah, that's that's probably the case. That that sounds awful. Oh my god, that's gross. Yeah, it is gross. It is gross. So, uh, what what should you say then, or what should he say to his pal who wipes standing up, or or should he not say anything? I I do keep away from it because. It's, just keep away from him personally all the time. Wait a minute. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't really want to be around him. Wait a minute. Say that. Say that again. I wouldn't want to be around the guy that wipes himself standing up. How do you know what they're doing? I just got no clue what's going on. You got to ask him, Dad. The next time you're with a new person, you got to ask him the question. You got to say. Hey. No, no, I don't want. I don't want to know the guy. Right, and if he says no, I wipe standing up. Then you say, "All right, get out of here." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, oh yeah, that's that's serious business. 
No, that that's to me it's it's gross, really gross. Uh, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be around him, let alone shake his hand. What difference does it make as long as you get in well, the crap? Well, yeah, I, I, I think you're. Uh, I think you're, I'm shaking his hand. Yeah, man. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. What if he? What if he gets some of it on there, which he's bound to do? He does get it on there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay away from that guy, uh, Jason. Oh my God. Uh, John has a question. Um, if if a person is divorced and they want to get remarried, is it better? to marry a person who is also divorced or a person who is a widow or a person who murdered their partner? <laughs> a person that murdered what? So if you're, if you want to get married to someone, you want to find the next, the next lady, should you look, yeah, yeah. should you choose, choose a person, a lady who is formerly divorced or is a, or is a widow or who murdered their partner? I'd keep away from the one I murdered. Okay, so that that one's out. So if you had to choose between uh, a person who is also divorced or or is a widow, who would you want to get married to? In my opinion, if you fell in love, it doesn't matter uh, where or how. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, well, I would want to choose, choose the one that you like. Well, here's the thing, though. If you're if you have to choose between someone who's divorced or a widow, you know, if they're divorced, you know, that could be a red flag that they're crazy. Um, Not necessarily. It could, though. But it if could you, have been the fault of the husband that caused her right. to be what, what she is. OK. Or it, but if it's a widow, he probably loved he or she probably loved someone and is just uh for lack of a better term dying to find a new partner well somebody oh if, if you go out get married because of some issue like uh i'm, I'm just lonely i want to have somebody yeah. to avoid the loneliness okay. and all well, I mean, let's say I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> let's say you're a lady. Let's say you're a lady, and you go on a date with um, some sweet man who um, his wife died years before, and um, he is alone with with his children, and he meets a nice lady, and they go out on a date and hit it off. The next night, the same lady goes on a date with some guy named Kenny who has been divorced multiple times. He's got all sorts of baggage, you know, seems to be really dramatic and a pain in the ass. Wouldn't it be better to get married to the, to the widow? No, no, (laughs) you're, 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 are you saying it could be either or? Well, we know for a fact. (laughs) Oh yeah. Look at the, Look it up. Yeah, you guys are fine. No, that that, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Well, yeah. I think you've got the answer. Yeah, I think I do. Yes. Okay. Um, let's see. Ooh, dear Meathead, Aram writes this, or Aram writes, what Aram, was, what was, buddy. yes, what was it like living with your uncle the first year you came to the United States? Terrible. It was. 
Yeah, I did, couldn't last long. I here I am, don't know shit from Shinola. Pardon my English. <laughs> uh, I can't speak the English the way that you guys did or that I learned. Yeah. I and then I felt like a foreigner. In the, on the land. Well, you were. You were. I know, but but I, it was obvious that I was not excited or happy. Yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't talk to them. I no. couldn't do anything. No. Uh, my uncle would uh, get in his car. He'd drive me all the way to Highland Park to school. And maybe exchange two words throughout the whole wow. the drive. Now, what, didn't he speak Armenian? No. He didn't see the... He, all no, he, he was a little kid when he went to England. So you're telling me Uncle Mac did not... He only spoke English. That's right. Ah, God, that's terrible. Everybody in that family spoke English, and ah. I was the only guy that, uh, you know, was a foreigner. And I, I had a lot of problems. I mean, right away, I, I had to get a job. Yeah. Worked till about eleven o'clock at night in a drugstore. Right, right. And then go home, do homework. Ah, Jesus. And then get up early at crack of dawn and go to school. When you finally learned how to drive, wasn't there a moment when you like crashed the car and then just yes, got did. out of the car and walked home and never went back? Yeah. <laughs> I worked for this, uh, carpet cleaners. They're Armenian people. Yeah, you met some Armenians. And since I was Armenian, it was good. Yes. Okay. They give me a job for well, but one dollar an hour or ninety cents an hour. Yeah. They had an old piece of crap car, but it was drivable. Yeah. So and I, somehow I got the license, and I was not a good driver. Yeah. And uh, what did I do? Uh, yeah, you were like, I was doing yeah, you're like, you smashed that car. You smashed it. Oh, and- oh, the guy that I worked for had this old junker. He sold it to me for fifty dollars, and I was supposed to pay him a, a dollar a, a week. Oh God! And about the fourth day, I didn't even know how to drive, but I did get a license. And about the fourth or fifth day, I ran that thing into a tree. And the car was totaled. Okay. And I knew the guy would be ticked off. I left the car and everything was right there oh. and managed to get home. And then, now, did you it ever... Never went back. Did you ever see the guy again in the neighborhood? Yeah. Oh, the, the, so the guy you owed money to... You, no, I didn't see him. He was miles away from my, uh, right. where I worked. So you, you, you never paid him for the car? No, oh I paid for one payment. $1. You gave $1. him a buck. You gave the guy a buck, totaled the car, and just left it there. Right there. That's, that was it. And I, I again, even didn't call him, tell him where it was. Again, again, charmed life. I don't know how you were never arrested. I do not know how you pulled, lived all these years without getting arrested. <laughs> I never did get arrested. I never did anything wrong, man. I was scared. Oh, shit no, you did plenty wrong. You did. You just told me how you crashed a car and left it there. That's absolutely. Well, I was, uh, hey, nobody, no cops was around. Oh, God. Uh, all right. Uh, finally, Bob writes this. Dear Meathead, 
He's t- he has a, he has a question about the island, Dad. Yeah, and he's, yeah. Hey, yeah, I know you love that. He says on the island where you think bad people should be sent. Who would be the first person you would send to the island? Putin. You'd say, oh, hey, that's a good one, Dad. Putin is is perfect. Putin goes. Okay. Yeah, get Putin on the island. He'd be the first inhabitant of Ruben's Island. That's right. That's right. I'll tell you, that island is a beautiful, beautiful thing to do. Yep, yep. Do you know uh, in, in, in the downtown area that a lot of uh, uh, criminals live, they got knives and guns and all that, shooting everybody up? Hey, what's, what's their uh, sense of He's saying black people there. Yeah, I mean, they're right. people. Right, I think that happens everywhere, though. You know? Well, hey, when this thing gets around that there's such a place, they may want to think twice about it. Okay, all right, yep, the island is, uh, it's, it's, you know what? It's picking up steam. I think more and more people are hearing about the island as the years pass. And the Can you imagine if it actually comes to fruition and they have a press conference with your picture behind them saying, this man inspired this. Yeah. They could call it Bud Island. Bud, Bud Island. Island. Perfect. Yes, I love it. Bud Island. According to my wife, that'd be Bud Island. <laughs> hey, and then once a week, an airplane come up overhead, drop a bunch of food. Drop some and food. That's it. How they yeah. cook it, how they eat it, it's up to them. It's up to them. You got the, I mean, we did everything, you know, it's a huge, huge savings of money. And, you know, we got a lot of wasted areas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's plenty of places we could put the island. But it's it, got to be somewhere right uh, in the yeah. center of the ocean. Right, absolutely, and with shark-infested waters. Absolutely. Yep. If, if they get off that uh, dirt, uh, they're in the water and got eaten, that's their baby. Hey, that's their problem. I love it. Okay. Um, okay, once again, uh, you were a big hit. Everybody seems to love you. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> Just uh, checking that out, and uh, everybody seems, uh, again, happy with your performance, you and Joanne, here on the show. Thank you so much, and I'm so grateful that I got you, buddy. You are, you are, you and your brothers are just, uh, well, we're well, lucky. Cats meow in my brain. Thank you. We uh, we love being the cats meow, Dad. There you go. Meow! <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, I love you, I love you too. Friday, honey. Okay, I'll talk to you. You bet. Okay, yeah. see you guys. Love you, Joanne. There you Bye-bye. go. Bye bye. Another, another amazing edition of Dear Meathead. Main, uh, Main Chris 87 says Ruben's levity and positivity brings me genuine joy. Oh, without a doubt. Kenny says, Love them so much. I tried so hard. To get my dad to say, ah, you don't want to side with the divorce guy. Damn it. He did not bite. I I wanted so badly for that to happen. He's too nice. Too nice. Kate says, makes me miss my parents. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. Hey, you know what we should do? I should have... um, like when we get together in July, I should have my dad there. Can you imagine if my dad was there and you guys all got to see my dad and Joanne? Oh, 
I don't know if I could convince him though. I mean, he is a, he, he is a hermit. He is an absolute hermit. I'll try to pull that off. I'll try, I'll try to lay down the foundation now. We're like three months out. When is the date of that? July something. It's all based on Kate's arrival. Kate arrives. The tw- well, I have the 22nd of July. Sarah says, oh, my God, yes, but he's not going to want to get sick. Yeah, he he's very, very cautious. He's not dumb like all of you. Uh, he, he um, you know. <laughs> I know, I know I'm an ass. I know. By the way, for that party, there is going to be a finishing time. Okay, that is the only stipulation. There is going to be a time when you must leave. I am an in-bed at 8.30 guy, so I might extend it a little later, but for fuck's sake, I am not going to be sitting there at 1 in the morning entertaining you potheads in your drunkenness. Fuck that get out go home leave there will be a full-on ending time and i'll be sitting there tapping my foot looking at the watch go home kyle says will the queen of the forest stay up with us probably not no we go to bed man this is important Andrea says, I'm bringing a tent. The fuck you are. I'll burn it down. Excuse me. Shelly says, what the hell? No, you're not bringing a tent. Can you imagine you uh, uh, idiots running around the yard, nude at one in the morning. My neighbors, the hallelujahs, they will not have it. No, 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 no. Nope. Get out. I will pull that fucking thing up by the stakes and throw you out, throw it in the back of the truck and get it out of there. No way. Out. Get out. All right. I've got t-shirts for sale. Go to my website, ericsinshow.com, and please get one. All sorts of different styles. Long sleeve, short sleeve, tanks, ladies uh, cuts, if you will. You know? Uh, cut for a lady. If you're a douche, you like wearing V-necks. There, there, all the everything. It's got so many different color combinations, so many different uh, styles of shirts, hoodies. You can even get a pillow. Kenny's got a tapestry. A and E heating and cooling six one six five one six eighty five seventy nine. God, I cannot believe I've got one two three four five six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladybugs came at the ladybug picnic. All right, I got to get six in here right now because I don't have enough time to get all this shit in. I went the first hour without doing an ad, and that's a problem. A and E heating and cooling six one six five one six eighty five seventy nine. They will install the Comfort Maker brand of heaters or air con- furnaces or air conditioners, the best in the business, hands down. Uh, you will pay less too, so you're getting the best with the best expertise for the least price possible 
you will pay less with A&E heating and cooling than anyone else in West Michigan. That I can guarantee you. So much so that I want you to get a couple estimates before any work that you have done. Uh, if it's big work, you know. Don't waste your time. It's just a tune-up. <clears throat> just, you know, that's a low, uh, low-cost type of service. But if you're doing like a new install or retrofitting the home, go ahead, get a couple estimates from these other scam artists, and then uh, have Joe do his estimate. More often than not, he will beat it if he decides to get greedy and doesn't beat it. Hold up the, say, hey, you got to beat this one. Zane said so. He's going to go, ay, ay, ay. So there you go. 616-516-8579. Um, Kyle from Dumpster Divers is going to join us tomorrow with his uh, brand new fancy microphone. Uh, reach out to Dumpster Divers. You can do it two ways in West Michigan to get a dumpster. And I'm piling up crap in my garage that I have to throw away again. It'd be my third rental of a Dumpster Divers dumpster. Uh, three different price points, and you can uh, find all this out by going to their website, dumpsterdiversllc.com. Dumpsterdiversllc.com. So you click on book now, dumpster rental. Here's Kyle and all these three pictures. Uh, 10-yard dumpster, 15 and 20. Okay, this 21, you notice that they're all about the same width. It's the height of the dumpster that changes everything. So you don't have this big, honking, disgusting, long one filling up all the space in your driveway. Okay, just uh, pick which one you want and off you go. So everything you need is on the website. But if you're old school and you like to actually call someone and talk to either uh, Kyle or not black Emilio. You can call or text 616-375-9962. Dumpster divers. Uh, Frank Fuss from my policy shop insurance is the Medicare Advantage plan expert. Of all my sponsors, this is the one that I'm like, Everybody has to take advantage of this. And the best part is what he's offering you doesn't cost anything. So if you have a person in your life, uh, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, who is utilizing Medicare, please direct them to Frank Fuss to get a simple Medicare checkup. So that conversation, when Uncle Willie calls up Frank, Frank's like, okay, um, I'm taking a look at your information. I can get you much better insurance through this Medicare plan, this option, with lower costs on your dental premium and lower costs on your prescription uh, drugs and lower costs on your copay just by checking these boxes. Did you know that? Well, I had no idea. Well, there you go. That's what it is. <clears throat> and then um, that uh, recipient of Medicare is in a much better position, all because of Frank's due diligence. And it's free. 616-914-4070 for my policy shop insurance. Uh, direct your loved ones who are taking advantage of the Medicare uh, system to Frank, okay? And if you're thinking about, well, not thinking, if you are about to turn 65, for the love of God, Start out on the, on the right with the the right foot forward by reaching out to Frank 
Okay. You're not going to believe this. I've got more sponsors to tell you about because I only have 24 minutes of show left. And six more sponsors. I apologize for that. It happens sometimes. It's because I talk all the fucking time. I don't want the spot or the commercial to interrupt what I'm doing. So sometimes the front half of the show, no sponsors. The back half of the show, tons of sponsors. Either way, I got to get it in. Do not bounce ahead. You got to hear this shit. It's important. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you to them. Veteran-owned, lady-owned, family-owned, locally-owned. That's the four horsemen of awesome. Terrific place to get your vehicles repaired. Trusted source. Uh, constantly being retrained and improved technicians. 616-532-6600. Just call and you hear this super sweet lady. It'll either be Jamie or Megan. Hello, welcome to Irvine's Auto Repair and Grand, Ra- Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. How can I help you today? It's always the nicest sounding pleasant voice you've ever heard. Sometimes even Bruce manages to sound uh, sweet and pleasant. 616-532-6600. Irvines.com. And that's E-R, not I-R. E-R, Vines.com. Take a look at all their Google reviews. God bless the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. I don't know what's up with my voice. Hang on. Two three one three three two sixty five zero five. If you're in the market for a mortgage, um, please just have Mario be part of that conversation. Uh, and go ahead and call a couple others too. Test the waters, see how you think Mario does. He's going to win your business. I'm telling you. My point of, uh, I mean, I, I talk about him here. I just want you to call him and and talk to him. That's all I'm hoping for. He'll do the heavy lifting. 231-332-6505. You can get a mortgage in any state in the union. So this sponsor, you know, goes beyond Michigan. There are some exceptions, of course, South Carolina, South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. TC Paintball, today is Little League Day. Gather up the neighborhood kids with the dads. Uh, show starts at 5 p.m. TC Paintball Grand Rapids for Little League Day. Something getting the kids away from the stupid video games. Okay. They're going to move. They're going to have fun. Not all kids like sports. Okay. And you tell you what, there's a real temptation for them to just sit in the house all day and get, uh, well, massively out of shape. So why don't you combine both things? The physical element of moving and the fun of shoot 'em up video games, TC Paintball. Okay? And it's something fun to do with your kids. Too often nowadays, parents don't do anything fun with their kids, you know? Especially if they don't play sports. It's easy to have the video games be a babysitter to your kids, and then you don't bond with them. 
okay? And then they end up stealing fucking Cool Ranch Doritos and, uh, you know, put in the back of a cop car. So don't have that happen. TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I want to talk with you. Um, it isn't often that I say that this that I'm interested in a baseball story. But I am interested in Japanese baseball player Roki Sasaki. Plays in the uh, Japanese baseball league called the uh, Nippon Professional Baseball League. He's only 20. He's a pitcher. In his first start this year, and he's lights out, really good, he uh, threw a perfect game. So if you don't know, the minimum you can face is 27 batters. Three outs an inning. Not Well, I take it back. It depends if you're the home team. Um, you might, oh, no, I guess it would be 27. No, it would be 27, no matter what. Uh, and he retired everybody in order. A perfect game. And he struck out 19. At one point in the game, he struck out 13 batters in a row. So for four and a third, three up, three down, three up, three down, three up, three down, three up, three down, and then one more. He retired 13 batters in a row. 19 batters in the game. Perfect game. Incredible. Now, sometimes these players come from Japan, where baseball is huge, and they come to the U.S. Who's the guy that plays for the Angels who's a a terrific pitcher and he can hit the shit out of the ball? He's an everyday player. What is that guy's name? He's a guy that Jack Morris uh, did very, very careful or something like that, and he got uh, uh, canceled. What's that guy's name? uh, Otani. Shoei, Shoei, Shohei Otani. This guy's only a pitcher, though, and only 20. So he he throws the perfect game, and then a few days off, and then he takes the mound again. And then he goes and does it again. He goes eight innings, retires at 24 in a row with 14 strikeouts, and then the manager took him out of the game and said, yeah, he's, he's, he needs some rest. And right away, let's, st- let's stop right there. Fuck that. What the hell? He's already j- kicked so much ass. You got to let him get the fucking, it's three more out, you asshole. Why are you taking him out? Back to back, perfect games. That's got to be. Um, top five greatest moments in the history, most significant and difficult things that has ever happened in sports. I would say it's the most difficult thing that could happen in sports. Back-to-back perfect games? That'd be uh, 54 in a row? What? Now, and these aren't like shit baseball players. These are professional baseball players. They have their own league there. And, uh, and of course, Major League Baseball is the best in the in the world. But um, a lot of baseball players in the Major League in Major League Baseball, if, uh, if they can't catch on with a team, they'll go play in Japan and make a great living. I mean, it's awesome there. 
So I cannot wait for Rico or Roki, Rico, Roki Sasaki to come to the U.S. And he's got to. Are you kidding me? Why the fuck did they take him out? According to the story, Sunday, eight more perfect innings against, this article says, the team he played against, the Hokkaido Nippon Ham Fighters. I don't know if that's lost in translation or what, but that's the name of the team, the team, his opponent. He plays for Chiba Lotte Marines. Chiba Lotte Marines. I don't know if Chiba Lotte is a brand or if that's a community or what, but the Hokkaido Nippon Ham Fighters. I'm very interested in the history of the naming of Japanese uh, baseball teams. And uh, he struck out 14 in that second game. And then the Marines pulled him to protect his arm. And then get this. So he leaves the game after eight. And his team, it was zero to zero, though. His team couldn't get any runs. And then their opponents, the ham fighters, they fucking scored a run. This guy didn't even get the win. He threw eight perfect innings after throwing nine perfect innings. And his team lost the fucking game. If I'm him, I'm like, hey, fuck you, man. We could have been lights out for the whole, for two straight games, won the game. Uh, Despite all this, it's an absolutely, um, incredibly remarkable. There's no way this could have ever happened in any baseball league except for, like, maybe uh, Little League. You know how it is in Little League. There's always one kid who, you know, you got 10 and 11-year-olds, and then there's some kid who's like got a beard and full pubes and he's like six foot four. And, uh, you know, he just mows the kids down. All the parents are pissed. And then occasionally he'll let one go and hit a kid in the head or something like that. And it's terrible, you know? Uh, so 17 perfect innings, 52, apparently straight batters, 52 straight batters. So I guess they pulled them. Wait a minute. So 27, Plus 24 is 51. So I guess he did go into the ninth inning and got out of batter. Uh, Sasaki is just too tough. Ham fighters game winner Chusei Manami told the Japan Times, the way that fork ball drops, forget about it. I have footage. I have footage of his first game of all of his strikeouts. And... I love the announcers. That's that's like my favorite. Now, I want to make sure I do this right because, you know, I fuck this up once a week. And I have one day without a video audio incident. You all right, Bruce? Okay. Here you go. Two. So I guess when they get two strikes on the batter in the Japan league, they start playing those drums, which is awesome. I love the atmosphere here. And uh looks like a lot of ads back here in the background. And then look at this dude, this guy batting. He's like 35 years old. He is the tallest man in Japan, I think. Okay. He looks to be about five foot one. That doesn't make any sense because Sasaki looks to be about six foot three. Wow, he's making these guys look like bitches. 
まっすぐで行くのか行ったまた三振164キロ8 That's 8決め球は何か He's like、ま、Fuck you, Jobu 佐々木朗希Look at this dude! <laughs> oh, look at look at all these look at all these sheep here wearing the masks. I love them. See, this is why Japan is so much better than us. We can bomb the shit out of them, and they're still smart enough to wear masks. You see, these are brilliant people, so much better than all of you. <laughs> Sorry. He screwed that guy right into the ground. You know how much Japanese pussy this guy must get? There you go. That's it. They're drenching him. Look at this guy. This guy, I think, is a, is a Latino player. He's like, man, I love this place. Look at everything's so polite. It says perfect in English and then tiny Japanese le- lettering underneath it. Congratulations, congratulations. I love that guy. Ooh, that's hot. Hey, what's going on? What's going on here? If you struggle to lose weight, you must see this. A fat dissolving loophole has just been leaked that. Hey, I'm interested. Nine pounds of fat in just a matter of weeks. All right, sign me up. Roki Sasaki. All right. That is cool. Good thing this guy wasn't around when Rod Allen was playing, or he'd chase him around with a bat. No, he'd have to hit him. He'd have to, hey, Rod Allen's working again. He finally got a gig. I wish there was video of him getting in that fight with, uh, what's the other guy's name? Mario and Pemba. Can't drop the E out of you. He probably gets tons of pussy. Too bad it's all blurred out. Yeah, what's the deal with that? They'll actually blur out the hair, but not the actual structures of the vagina. Adam says he loathes professional sports, but that is pretty impressive. Only a matter of time until the Yanks give him $500 million to play for them. When I was struggling for the name Shoei Otani, Chris wrote some teen wrong, Wong. I thought it was holy fook or we too low. That's the second time in as many weeks, I think, that we've referenced that. That was sweet. All right.
Oh, God. What up, Daisy? What up, honey? Where are we here? We got a few minutes left. We got a few minutes. We can't end there. Come on. Ezra Miller is insane. Uh, this is the uh, the guy I told you I told you about. He played uh, the Flash, and uh, he was also in the um, Fantastic Beasts, uh, whatever Secrets of Dumbledore, uh, whatever Fantastic Beasts. Gotta find him. And uh, this guy keeps fucking shit up. I mean, he is an absolute mess. Here's uh, two mug shots in two weeks. That hair, it just looks like a tool. Uh, He was arrested on Tuesday. Here you go. This is what it looks like. Uh, Can't go one show without screwing that up at least once. Two mug shots, two weeks. Ezra Miller. Arrested on the island of Hawaii Tuesday, the second time in his many, actually, second time in his many months. I said weeks, I meant months. The Hawaii Police Department said in a statement that Miller was arrested for second degree assault. Officers were called at 1.10 a.m. to a private residence to respond to a report that Miller had become irate after he was asked to leave a late night gathering. Hey, you got to leave, man. The actor uh, picked up a chair and threw it and it hit a 26-year-old woman in the face, leaving her with a, a cut on her forehead. He was arrested nearby about 20 minutes later after being found during a traffic stop. He was released shortly after 4 a.m. after police conferred with the local prosecutor. This is an active investigation, police said. Well, so what? Why'd you even put that in there? The injured woman refused treatment for her wounds, according to the statement. No, no, you're, you're off on the wrong foot already. You gotta go get treatment for your wounds because... You need documentation for the lawsuit. Okay. I wonder what Ezra Miller's net worth is. It's got to be at least a few million dollars, right? He's in some pretty big movies. Okay. Eh. He's worth $4 million. Young actor. Uh, What the fuck's he so pissed off about? The injured woman, as I said, refused treatment. Last month, Miller, 29, was arrested following an incident at a bar, also in Hilo, Hawaii, in charge with disorderly conduct and harassment. He was, a, he was accused of yelling obscenities because people were singing karaoke. And he was so pissed off about it, he uh, ran up to the stage, grabbed the mic from some woman, And then there was some guy playing darts and he lunged at the guy playing darts. He was released on bail after posting $500. Two years ago, this asshole was at a bar in, how do you say it? Reykjavik? Reykjavik, Iceland. 
And uh, in that incident, he was videoed choking some lady and throwing her to the ground. God dang it. According to Rolling Stone, executives at Warner Brothers in D.C. held an emergency impromptu meeting after Miller's arrest last month to discuss the star's future at the studio and decided to hit pause on any involvement with him for upcoming projects. In addition to playing The Flash, Miller has uh, starred uh, in recent years as Credence Barebone in the Fantastic Beasts franchise. God, fuck. What an idiot. Lawyers and agents listed for Miller did not immediately respond to her request for comment, nor did representatives at DC or Warner Brothers. That's how you get dropped by your agency, man. I it it's it's remarkable to me when you see these people just self-implode. To me, this is all entitlement. This is all a person who's young and thinks that because they have some money, that their shit doesn't stink. And everybody must enable them. That's what, that's the way they think. They think that they can't possibly get in trouble. And I got news for you. This guy easily replaceable. I mean, come on. It's a miracle. He's been in as many movies as he has, including the most recent, uh, uh, fantastic beast film, which today I think I need to watch that damn thing that, uh, I got to catch up, man. I'm loving it. I'm halfway in through fantastic beasts and where to find them. And then I've got a couple more after that. And so that's on my to-do list. Today also is day. It's recording day for Compound Media. I'll be uh, doing a show, recording it, and sending it off to uh, E-Rock from Compound Media. And uh, if you are a uh, member there, if you've signed up for that, you'll be able to check out that show. Um probably going to go to a couple of stories a few stories that i've talked about in the past you've probably already heard me do on this show but you never know i'll be doing that a little bit later on today uh today at or i'm sorry Wednesday, thursday today's wednesday thursday damn it at uh, 7 p.m the ben and eric patreon podcast is back i think i texted ben I don't know if he got back a hold of me. I should probably check that. Yes. We are in business. For the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Okay. Hey, I want you to advertise on the show. That's how I've been able to do this for uh, three years and however many months now. Um, Doing this podcast. Advertise on the show. I can put you front and center and talk about your business or your services, whatever it may be. Reach out to me via email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Thank you to the Just Chirpin' Podcast. Something else fun to listen to. Check out Just Chirpin', justchirpin.com, or wherever you download podcasts. We have uh, we postponed the season opener at Berlin Raceway. It is going on this weekend. The icebreaker, the 72nd opener for Berlin Raceway, happens on Saturday. If you go to the top of my Facebook or Twitter and on Facebook, you like and share the post, you are in the drawing for a five pack of tickets for that race. If you're on Twitter, you see me there, just retweet it and you're in the drawing for uh, those tickets. I'll draw two winners on Friday. And if you want to buy tickets, go to berlinraceway.com. Tickets are just five bucks for the opener. 
Kids 15 and under get free all season long. You can bring a cooler as long as it's smaller than 12 by 18. No glass, no booze. You can bring sandwiches, snacks, fucking lasagna. I don't care. Soda, as long as it's in a can. So that makes your cost way low. I man, I'm telling you, this is the best value of all your sports entertainment options in West Michigan. It is the best value. Okay. Hands down. Without a doubt. After the first week, which is just five bucks a ticket for people uh for adults, um, it's twelve bucks the rest of the season, which is still dirt cheap. Oh my God. I love Berlin Raceway. I'm looking forward uh, to doing lots with them all season long. My time is done. I have nothing more for you. I do have the Patreon bonus podcast, though. More podcasting coming up. Thank you to Maureen for signing up for a yearly. I need one. Just one of you on the free Patreon right today. Today. To say, all right, Zane, you got me. To sign up for my Patreon. More podcasting each and every day. The Patreon bonus is an awesome accompaniment to the free podcast to the one that I'm finishing up right now. I do it Monday through Friday. It lets you know when I'm going live and then you're good to go. So sign up today. One of you for just one month. I want you to try it for one month. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, five bucks a month, all of the audio and the archives, new audio and the archive, 10 bucks a month, all of that. Plus the video, new video, video archive and live streams patreon.com slash eric zane can't miss it p-a-t-r-e-o-n patreon.com slash eric zane Woo-wee! by the way some of you are going to be able to be in the pace car at berlin raceway for the start of the race that's fun let's get into the asshole of the day who do you think is your asshole of the day for this, the 20th of April. Isn't today everybody gets high day? Oops. Isn't that the thing to do? Like on 420, you you get high. And then, well, isn't it like every day if you're a pothead, you smoke at 420 anyway? You Like your alarm goes off at 419, you wake up and you smoke pot. It seems exhausting to me. I don't know how you guys do it. This is because everybody who listens to this show smokes pot. I don't know how you, I mean, because it's like you're not in your own thoughts. You're in these, these hazy thoughts. Is that, well, how's that fun? I'm curious. Why is that enjoyable? Wouldn't you just, wouldn't you be worried that your decision-making would be poor because you know what I mean? I mean, I'm actually asking questions. How is that enjoyable when, you know, you're stoned? I mean, I know it is. I mean, everybody seems to do it, but I'm like, oh, fuck. Seems terrible to me. All right, where are we here? Who can be your asshole of the day? This might take a second for me to write down. All right. The... All right. 
your asshole today is the stinky dude at the wise parents. Wash his ass, for God's sake, every day. He smells atrocious, for fuck's sake. Come on, man. Okay, that is my time. Thank you so much for being here and being part of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Until next time, bye-bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.